0: This is
1: Carolyn Sills
0: and Gerard Egan from the Carolyn Sills Combo, and you're listening to Ludini's Rock and the Roll
2: Circus.
3: Circus. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. I got another interview today. Today, I've got Carolyn and Gerard on the line here from the Carolyn Sills Carolyn Sills Combo. Uh, this, I have not interviewed a sort of Western swing. Uh, act before, and I'm really excited because uh, well, should, those of you guys who, those of you know me personally, uh, know that I'm a big Wayne Hancock fan, and I have been for many, many years. So uh, I don't know Wayne, but I know Carolyn uh, now mm-hmm. and her husband. So this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, uh, so we're going to come back and talk to those uh, these uh, cool people here in a second. Uh, you are listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus, uh, Ludini Rock and Roll Circus dot com is the website uh, we are running interviews now three times a week and a music podcast every Saturday with my lovely and talented uh, fellow Miss Katie Simone so you guys want to check that out uh, quick shout out to my sponsor Positively Pittsburgh Live Magazine that is pplmag.com, Pittsburgh's first internet radio, TV network, online community magazine and business directory. There's uh, audio and video and articles and coupons there. It's a great place to find businesses. Um, a lot of uh, podcasts like this one uh, with uh, all with a wide variety of topics from everything from uh, 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 cardiological health to aging to uh, how to... Uh, write, and promote, and release your own books, um, all kind of very cool stuff. So you definitely want to check it out. Uh, if you have wares to paddle, if you have a business or something you'd like the world to know about, it's a great place to uh, start your own magazine page. they uh, get about a million unique visitors every month, so it's a great place to be seen and heard. That is pplmag.com. Now, uh, these uh, uh, interesting folks that I have with me uh, on the line today are a Wootz Music Group with uh, Vintage Sound older than its years, the Carolyn Fields combo is breathing fresh uh, life and heartfelt slang into the timeless sound of post-war American music. We're nominated for a 2016 Ameripolitan Award and Academy of Western Artists Award uh, for Western Swing Group of the Year. Fans of Classic Country and Western Swing are falling in love with this band's new album, and I confess to it, I mean, it, it, it grabs me on the first note. Uh, the album is Dime, Dime Stories Volume 2, written and produced by Basil Stills and her longtime guitarist and husband, uh, Gerard Egan. Gerard and Carolyn, welcome to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Thank All
1: you. Right, thank it's, you. It's a pleasure to be here.
3: <laughs> Thanks, guys.
1: So where are you calling in from? We're calling in from Santa Cruz, California, uh, on the right. Monterey Bay, yeah, just south of San Francisco.
3: Uh, is there a uh, is there a pretty good uh, uh, group of people down there that that are into uh, roots and Western swing music?
0: We've Monterey. got a really awesome uh, hotbed here of country music, some Western swing. Uh, a lot of people are real into uh, older styles of music here, and um, also just kind of adventurous spirits that are interested in finding uh, new music. So we got a lot of great fans out here, yeah. Excellent.
3: So, why don't uh, you guys tell us um, a little bit about how the band got started? Sure.
1: Yeah, Gerard and I have been playing music together for many years, a couple decades now, maybe. Um, we're we're both in our 80s, so that that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, and we uh, moved out here to Santa Cruz about seven years ago, and just started making the rounds and going to shows, and eventually got ourselves together a great great combo. Um, Two older guys have been playing in Santa Cruz for many years now. Jimmy Norris and Charlie Wallace are older guys. Wait a minute, wait a minute. They're older
3: than the eighty? Older than your eighties?
1: Eighty, exactly.
3: They're, wow, they're just,
1: jeez. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very eclectic group. Uh, then uh, Miss Sunshine Jackson, who's also a longtime resident in this area, uh, got her on board to sing harmony vocals, and we all just wanted to put together a fun show for everybody. You know, play some some western swing and country and honky tonk and kind of keep it like the old dance hall days back in the the 40s and 50s. So we've been having ourselves a great time so
3: far. Um, Now, do you guys write all your own material, or are you pulling from uh, the catalog of that er uh, early American music?
1: Uh, We focus on originals, uh, but, you know, when we do our live shows, we definitely pull out some some classic stuff that influenced us and, you know, just stuff that gets people dancing. And, you know, I feel like to have a nice mix of what you do and what people want to hear from stuff they remember from growing up or uh, it's always a good time. So,
0: Yeah, we try to dig a little deep, too, for the covers that we do and um, not play the super-covered songs. You know, songs you've heard a million times. Uh, we try to find some stuff that, you know, we can kind of put our own stamp on and, and rearrange maybe or um, just kind of make a little new twist on it.
1: Yeah, we call it musical recycling, you know, all these old songs that nobody might remember, but they shouldn't just go away. they got to come back out. So. Oh, yeah, that's a,
3: that's a great idea. Um, uh, so, so how many how many records uh, does the Carolyn Sills combo have out now?
1: We got two records out. Uh, the first one was from 2013, um, kind of volume one in a sense, and this new one, Dime Stories, volume two, just came out uh, early in the summer this year. Um,
3: and uh, so, so are you able to, are you guys with this uh, music, are you guys able, are there, stations out there playing you guys or or, or how does uh, what kind of exposure is this getting
1: yeah we've been lucky I mean um, well there's a great radio station in town KPIG. Um, you know it's like a freeform Amer- Americana radio station and they've been real generous to us playing the record a lot and uh, also too just being involved in you know the Ameripolitan Awards and um, you know the Western Music Association and Academy of Western Artists there's all these great uh, radio shows out there that are still you know independent and people can play what they want and um and they've been playing uh, a lot of our both our records, so we're grateful
3: oh that's fantastic um, yeah uh, what uh so so tell me a little bit about the songwriting uh and uh do do you do all the songwriting, Carolyn or does Gerard work with you? We
1: work together um I write all the lyrics, um so usually I'll kind of get the basics of the sound song down, you know, work on the words and just kind of, since I'm a bass player, get, like, the main melody, and then uh, Gerard will kind of, you know, turn it, help me turn it into, like, a real real
3: tune.
0: Flushing out um, the whole thing, go yeah.
3: Go ahead, go ahead Gerard.
0: Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of our process. Uh, we we work a lot on sort of assignment songs, too. Like, we'll, we'll come home after a show and say, you know, this is great, but, you know, we're kind of missing X, Y, Z. Like, we should have a song with this kind of beat, or, like, I'll give Carolyn, like, an assignment, like, write a song about you know, a baseball team or something, you know, and, and she loves uh, working like that way. So it's it's a fun way to kind of flush out material and um, fill out our, our set of music that way.
3: Uh, I I would think, and, I, and I, maybe I'm wrong, but I would think that, like, um, how do you... How am I trying to put this? How would you... This is such a... Um... I mean, there's like like forms to this to these songs. They're like blues, you know what I mean? You know, one, four, you know, one, four, one, you know, five, you know, to turn around, et cetera. Um, how do you guys do this without, like, write these songs without, like, feeling like you're repeating yourselves?
1: That's a good question. I think uh, I like to focus on the lyrics to so really, like, try to tell a story. I feel like, you know, if you're just trying to insert random words into a structure like that, then it can have the tendency to sound you know, like stuff you've heard before, but, you know, I think if you focus on the story and kind of think, like, where where am I going with what I'm telling right now, and, you know, what are the characters doing, and, and I kind of let let the music follow that, which I think will give us some, some more variety.
0: Yeah, we try to, uh, at least from my guitar perspective, I try not to repeat myself too much, you know. Um, I'm consciously thinking about the different solos I'll play, for instance, and, um, and kind of writing something that is unique to the song and is... Um, an accompaniment um, to the to the song itself and not just sort of like the ob- obligatory 12-bar section where the guitar player solos for a while. You know, this is, I like, uh, you know, uh, when a soloist has kind of like a, a melody to what they're saying that you can actually walk away and sing the solo back to somebody. You know, there's a real lyrical quality there that um, that I'm shooting for with um, the guitar solos and, and that sort of stuff. So, um, we we listen to a lot of different kinds of music and try to Filter all that stuff um, into what we do somehow, so we're not being, uh, you know, stuck in the same place and trying to get as much variety in there as we can.
3: Well, we're going to talk about influences and uh, and live shows and stuff like that here in a second, but I want to give the audience uh, uh, a, a taste of this. Uh, this is the song. I, this is, the, is this the first big canoe. This is the first track on your um, on Dying yeah. Volume Two. Okay, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And there is a, a very great video. <laughs> This song uh, that you guys need to see that's on YouTube. But anyway, we'll get we'll get to that in a second. But I want to play the song. Um, this is uh, the Carolyn Sills combo Big Canoe on the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus.
2: Trees feel the smiles of beneath our frightened feet, and I know you're not jumping to the forest floor. If you
3: Okay, Carolyn, tell us about tell us about this song because did I hear am I mistaken? But did I hear uh, some kind of reference to uh, Han Solo and Carbonite or something yeah. in there? I, or was that just my imagination?
1: No, you heard it correctly. All Western Swing artists love Star Wars.
3: That's just a thing.
1: <laughs> I love that. I got to ever sat down. Roy Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we, uh, you know, like Gerard said, I mean, we we love Western Swing and we love classic country, but we're also you know, we were born in the late '70s, and we uh, we like we like what we grew up with as well. So we're just trying to combine everything and have some fun with it.
3: Um, so this song, uh, uh, "Big Canoe." Now, tell tell us a little bit about like who's on it, who played what, who's so. St- because there's there's multiple soloists. I'm sure, Gerard, you're not doing all of the work, right? You've got the guys in your band are coming in with uh, with their parts as well.
0: Right, so that's me uh, on the electric guitar, uh, and our steel guitar player Charlie Wallace. We have this kind of twin unison um lead line in the solo section there but and uh yeah, that's kind of like a hallmark to the western swing sound you, you hear those guys like in the Bob Wills band where there's um you know a couple electric guitars and a steel guitar playing these harmony unison lines, and they're basically you know doing what the big bands in like uh, Kansas City or New York would have been doing with the horn section. Um, but doing that, like, with electric guitars, so it's kind of bringing that influence of the uh, the jazz world into uh, the Western swing kind of world. So uh, that's kind of our take on it. I mean, um, we get the uh, Western swing tag quite a bit, which I love, but um, we, we've actually been dubbing ourselves a spaghetti Western swing band for uh, some of the ballady kind of songs that we have that are influenced by some of those old, like, Clint Eastwood spaghetti Westerns from the 60s and... Um, you know, one thing that we really, like Carolyn was saying, that uh, we do love all this old Western swing music and music from the 40s and 50s, Rockabilly and Little Richard and all kinds of great rock and roll records and stuff. But, you know, we got to also be honest about when we grew up and what we were influenced by when we were kids. And, you know, some of that stuff uh, informs us what we do today, too. So it's kind of like a big umbrella of, uh, of music that we listen to, but it's all kind of filtered through the Western swing bag. Yeah,
3: I want I want to talk specifically, Gerard, uh, for for a minute uh, about guitar influences because I'm a guitar player too, and that, this this type of playing just really kind of like tickles my ear. It uh, just really kind of so I don't know if you can listen to this music without like getting a big ass smile on your face, you know, just something That's about it when it. you hear the when you hear the interplay of the instruments and the you know with everything. So tell me a little bit about how you personally. Uh, you know, the sort of influences and how you got interested in playing uh, this kind of music. Because if you were in, born in the, you know, late 70s and, you know, grew up in the 80s or whatever, you know, you're uh, how did you get exposed uh, um, to this and uh, where a lot of guys, you know, that age and stuff would have been, you know, probably into, like, guys like Van Halen and Steve I and stuff right. like that. Right. But...
0: Well, uh, you know, I grew up in, in New Jersey, so listening to hard rock of the the late 80s and early 90s is kind of my destiny. So I I definitely went through that that phase when I was a kid, and that's what initially caught my ear. But um, I got really into older music kind of quickly. It was just always interesting. I got really into Jimi Hendrix when I was in high school, and I would always try to research, like, well, where did he come from? Like, he didn't just, I mean, maybe he was partly alien. The guy was kind of a, a freak in that way. But, you know, I was always interested in who he listened to and where he got his ideas from. So I got into people like uh, Muddy Waters and B.B. King. And um, it was after college that I got kind of into country and and actually rockabilly music first. Um, I started playing a Gretsch guitar after I saw the Reverend Horton Heat perform one night. It it was Mm -hmm. literally one of those kind of... The next day I woke up after seeing that concert and I bought a big orange Gretsch guitar because I just thought it sounded amazing and looked great. And uh, just having that guitar, I actually started uh, researching like who else played this guitar, you know, this big orange Gretsch, and, you know, I'd kind of heard of Brian Setzer and Chet Atkins and uh, Dwayne Eddy and that kind of thing, but uh, that opened a lot of doors for me there, and uh, I started sort of listening to a lot of 50s rock and roll and stuff, and, um, you know, from the same perspective that I was looking, you know, where did these guys come from, like, where, do these, uh, where did Eddie Cochran get his ideas from, and uh, that kind of led me back to the Bob Wills bands and all the Western Swing Groups from back in the day, and, Um, people like Merle Travis, one of my all-time favorite guitar players, I think he's just an amazing songwriter, incredible guitar player, just fun entertainer, kind of the whole package there, so, Um, but there's a lot of stuff, I mean, I love uh, jazz music too I mean, Johnny Smith's one of my all-time favorite uh, guitar players, you know, another beautiful stylist and very lyrical in the way he plays so, um, yeah I don't know, it's just, I'm always digging I love going to record stores and finding new new to me albums, things I haven't really heard of before, or t- had a chance to check out, and you know, trying to always just absorb as much as I can. Uh, not that I'm literally sitting down and trying to learn note, uh, solos note for note like I used to when I was in my late teens, early 20s or whatever, but maybe just kind of learning things through osmosis or something. Just trying to glean some of the uh, influences from some of these other great guitar players, you know, Jimmy Bryant, Les Paul, uh, Junior Bernard, those types of guys. So, um, you know, a lot of those guys, of course, aren't even around anymore, but there's uh, plenty of great other musicians that are playing on the team today that are amazing, too. Uh, Witt Smith, you know, Hawk Club of Cowtown, just a dynamite guitar player, and um, people like Deke Dickerson that have been revitalizing a lot of these styles and kind of uh, opening people's eyes to a lot of this great music from yesteryear and also kind of doing, you know, something new um, with it as well, so...
3: Well, Carolyn, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you? Ca- I mean, did you get into this with uh, Gerard, or did you? Were you sort of uh, uh, interested in this? And tell us about your bass playing too. Like, how did you get involved with playing the bass?
1: Oh, thanks. Well, um, I you know started singing in bands, and then it got so boring when they would go off in solo that I had to start playing something. So uh, <laughs> I took up the bass guitar to to be able to do more when I play music with people. Um, and then basically, yeah, Gerard and I, you know, we've known each other for so long. We kind of grew up musically together in a sense. Um, you know, I also listened to some pop stuff when I was younger, but um, I was more, my dad was really into doo-wop and, um, you know, what we called oldies at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I listened to a lot of those vocal harmonies and, and just a lot of those great, like, storytelling, um, you know, songs from back in the day. So, you know, I think that kind of really was a good education for me as far as writing harmonies and and, uh, and good lyrics to kind of tell a good story. Um but when we started playing together we kind of started with you know more of the blues rockabilly scene and then um I remember like listening to Elvis's Sun sessions with Gerard and that really took us back to you know then listening to Charlie Rich and then listening to um you know other people that were just playing more of that kind of classic rockabilly country and then that took us back to the western swing stuff so it's been fun to kind of you know see how our music has evolved over the years as we've kept digging into these new different styles so um so yeah i mean i I just love this kind of music. I think it's fun and it's entertaining and it you know it's 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 timeless like I feel like you know there's a certain age where you can feel like you're getting too old to play certain kinds of things, but um, I just feel like you know everyone can get down to the stuff and everyone has a good time when we play our shows. We do um an annual Patsy Klein show every year because that's one of the things that I uh started singing in my twenties was learning all these Patsy Klein tunes, and that really taught me a lot about singing and leading a band and I definitely owe a lot of what we're doing today to her. And it's great when we do our Patsy stuff because, you know, we got kids in their teens and people in their up to their 80s, you know, that know these songs and love these songs. And it just shows you that this music, you know, isn't ever going to grow old. It's always going to be around and fun for people.
3: Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's used the word, I you know,
2: timeless.
3: Um, yeah. uh, so tell us, um, what's the, uh, you, you sort of touched on the live show. Yeah, could you guys give us a uh, description of what people could expect when they come to see you guys live?
1: Yeah, I mean, we just want to put on a party. I mean, we always joke that, you know, we're not musicians. We're we're liquor salesmen. You know, we go play a bar, and uh, <laughs> we want people to come out and have a great time. So we, you know, we play our originals, and we play some fun covers, and we just really want to get people dancing and, uh, and just show everybody a, a party. That's usually our goal every time we go out.
0: Yeah, we try to uh, vary that stuff up, too. I mean, um, we... Usually play as a five-piece full electric band, but on certain occasions, if it if it calls for it, we'll do like a completely acoustic set. Uh, Carolyn plays stand-up bass as well as electric bass. Um, uh, you know, we'll have our drummers switch from a full drum kit to a Cajon, and Charlie, our steel player, has a couple different beautiful old uh, national guitars, um, steel guitars. So, um, you know, we try to kind of create some variety there too. And uh, in that sense, I'd hope that people don't always know what they're going to get when they come see us. You know, it's trying to keep the, uh, the types of songs that we're playing night to night a little different, you know, maybe the gear that we're using, the, all that kind of stuff changes up a little bit here and there. So just trying to keep ourselves entertained as well as the crowd.
3: Fantastic. Uh, so why don't you tell everybody out there in internet Internetland uh, where they can uh, find you guys on the web and keep in touch with you and keep abreast of everything you have going on.
1: Oh, great. Yeah, we are at carolynsills.com. Um, and we got uh, all our shows listed there, and our new record for sale, as well as our first record. And uh, like you said, we got a new video that just came out last week for Big Canoe, uh, which we're real proud of. It's a like our take on a silent film, um, kind of Benny Hill, Buster Keaton sort of chase. And there's a lot of uh, a lot of funny stuff in there, so we'd love for people to check that out too.
3: Are you guys? I want to ask you a quick about the video. Are you guys in the video? Is that you guys in there?
1: Yeah, yeah that's that's okay. me, uh, starting the chase off and, and that's <laughs> Gerard the cowboy hat. Yeah, that's that's all of us um and uh, there's a bear in it and everything.
3: So. That's yeah. even our
1: dog at the beginning.
3: Um, yeah, you guys definitely want to check that out because I think you get like a, you get a real sense of like what a lot of fun uh this band is. Um and by by watching that video. I mean, it really it really comes across. You have another video I just wanted to mention real quick that I ran into and uh and maybe we could talk about it here before we wrap up. Um it's the video um and I apologize if I don't have the name of it. It's based on the Cubs.
1: Oh, yeah, Uh, that's um, Tinker to Evers to Chance. Uh, So I'm from Chicago originally, and uh, I grew up a big Cubs fan, still am, um, with my dad. And uh, So he told me a lot of Cubs history when I was little. Uh, Those were just fun bedtime stories. And uh, one that just always stuck with me was the double play team, Tinker to Evers to Chance, who were part of the team that won the World Series last time for the Cubs, which was in 1908. Um, and so I just always thought, you know, just their story and also just their names, I just always loved the sound of it, so I wanted to put together a, a song for them. So that's like a real, you know, our Western swing take on a, on a classic baseball story. Um, and I just love, like, Gerard and Charlie do this great kind of guitar interplay to kind of mimic, um, you know, three guys doing a double play. And uh, and my friend Rob Ludeker, uh, who lives in New York, he put together that great video. Um, just kind of, we found nice public domain footage of, the Cubs from back then and just like classic American baseball, which is uh, you know, a big part of my childhood. So
3: the uh, the music and the song and the video footage goes together so amazingly well. Hey. I I, I mean, it, this could be like if Ken Burns needed something <laughs> for one. You know, I was like exactly what I thought. I was like this this could absolutely be perfect oh, uh, awesome. for for something like that. So um Anyways, um, and and the people can people can get the record when they go to the website, right? There's the links to get to get your record. I don't want to uh, get off of that too much. Yeah, yeah, you
1: can buy it there, and it's also available on iTunes and Amazon and CD Baby, so it's all over the all over the interweb.
3: (laughs) Excellent. Um, Before we go, anything, any guys, uh, either Gerard or uh, Carolyn, you guys, anything you want to add before we uh, before we wrap it up? Yeah, I mean we just, you know, really appreciate being on the show and
1: you know we play mainly on the west coast right now but we're hoping to get out to the east coast sometime soon and uh, eventually make it all over the country and and uh, have a good time with everybody. So we hope people
3: uh, check out the music. Very good. Got uh your uh that was uh, Com. CA R O L Y N S I L L S dot com is the website. Guys, uh, can you hang on with me for a second while I wrap up the podcast? We'll do this after we're done. Okay. All right, guys, you've been listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Uh, Carolyn Sills and Gerard Egan uh, from the band The Carolyn Sills Combo. Uh, Again, that website is carolynsills.com. Great videos, great music, great musicianship, like just super fun stuff. I mean, I just, I, I have a hard time with people that can't, that don't, that, that listen to this music and just can't get a big old smile on their face. And there's just something about it that just makes you feel really, really, really good. So I highly uh, recommend it to everybody. Check it out, Uh Ludini Rock and Roll Circus, you've been listening to. I'd like to thank my sponsor real quick one more time Positively Pittsburgh Live Magazine. That website is pplmag.com. And guys, if you uh you know you're interested in, in helping us out promoting acts like uh Carolyn Sills Combo and Cody Webb and Jim Levitt and the different artists we've had on here uh over the over the past few years that are just fantastic and you're not gonna hear on corporate media, uh go to our uh, our uh, page, supportindyrock.com. And that way, you can get involved with the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus in our uh, efforts to get this music to a, a wider audience. Uh, guys, thanks so much for listening. It's a, you've been listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. My name is Lou Lombardi. Guys, thanks so much. Thanks to Carolyn Sills Combo. And we will catch you guys on the next podcast. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons